Yeah. Good afternoon, everyone. This is uh, the mystery book discussion. And today is July the 26th. And I'm Liz Lindsay, the facilitator. No, the 24th. Oh, the 24th. You know what? I was looking at a general appointment that I have on the 26th. (laughs) (laughs) The 24th. Okay. Okay. So today we're going to be discussing The Christie Affair by Nina de Gramont. And I wasn't able to find out a lot about the author. She um, is a professor of creative writing at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington campus. She lives with her husband uh, in the coastal North Carolina. And they have two dogs, Missy and Isabella. And she's, I think this is her third or fourth novel. But beyond that, I really, I couldn't find any, you know, real personal information about her. So I think as, as Ellen has talked about in other groups, that it's getting a little harder to do that. And that's okay. We know generally better. Um, so today we're reading, we're discussing the Christie affair and just a quick cast of characters. Of course, we have Agatha and Archibald Christie and their daughter, Teddy. And then we have Nan, is it O'Day? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who is Archibald's mistress slash future second wife? <laughs> um, her partner and and father of her um, child born before she meets um, Archibald is uh, Finbar, and um, of course then there's all the loving nuns and priests at the uh, school for unwed, you know, the home for unwed mothers (laughs) in Ireland there. Um, And we're set, of course, in the 1920s, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So are there any other characters that people want to mention? Peter the dog. Was that right, Peter? One heard. (laughs) Yep. Oh, the peer? Peter. Peter. Peter Peter the dog, yeah. Yeah, that's the dog. Funny name for a dog. (laughs) In case you don't know, we we, we value animals in this group. So whenever they appear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's go around and we will call on you. Um, If you notice that there's noise in your background or if your phone is ringing or if there's people in the room with you and talking, please mute mute yourself until until you're called on and because uh, those noises can come across very loudly, much louder than you think in the recordings. And then it, it, it just, it's difficult for people to focus on what they're saying. So, yeah. So how about if we start off with Deanna? I muted myself just to be polite. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a strange book to me um, because it's based on his history, but it goes into a lot of supposition on, on a variety of things. So it leaves you wondering, okay, is Teddy really Nan O'Day's daughter? Um, and, you know, Finbar goes off and eventually marries somebody else. Um, it sounds like there's a lot of... Uh, Details that don't necessarily, um, it's a, a lot of speculation is, is my feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a imagined history. It, yeah. It's an imagined history for sure. It's definitely fiction. <laughs> but it also left me kind of a little bit disappointed in Agatha Christie and that she wasn't a very good mother. Hmm. You know, like a lot of wealthy women, um, she didn't raise her child. <laughs> and even the people that did raise the child were willing to put up with things they knew were wrong simply because they needed the job. Mm-hmm. So that was a little troubling. So that, that's my my take on it. It was not a book that I particularly enjoyed. Um, it was well written, but it just didn't hold my attention. I, okay. I, I don't. I don't think many upper class Brits during this time period raise their own kids. But uh, mm-hmm. I may. I may. I may be wrong about that. But uh, I, I just. I think that was kind of the way they 
they did things over there. And that's so. the way things were done. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sherry Wells is next on my list. Hello, everybody. Um, I ended Thank up really you. liking the book. And like Deanna just said, there was not only speculation, it was just stuff that just wasn't even true. I mean, it wasn't even the same name, but that's okay. It was fiction and it was, in, it was interesting. I, I hate to use the word entertaining because of those scenes in the Irish mm. school. Um, I also wondered who would even want Archie. I mean, what a loser. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And the only thing I was disappointed in is that we didn't really find out whose child Teddy was. It would have been nice if they would have kind of resolved that. And I wanted to uh, mention, I looked this up on Wikipedia, the Agatha Christie disappearance, and it was true that Arthur Conan Doyle did give one of her gloves to a psychic. So that was kind of interesting. And um, it was actually Agatha who filed for divorce, not Archie. And she remarried two years later and remained married to that man who was an archaeologist or an architect, I forget which, until she died. Not so a that was that was kind of nice. Yeah. And I don't know about Archie. Um, the woman he married, the mistress was Nancy, Nancy something, different last name, mm -hmm. but oh, he yeah. married her like a week mm -hmm. afterwards. So, but I thought it was a good book. It certainly kept my interest and I found it. In, and the stuff in the Irish schools, unfortunately, was quite historically accurate, sad to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, Jenna Luttrell. Okay. I think this book was just okay. Um, it, at first I kind of liked the writing style and then, then I don't know, it finally just didn't hold my attention that much. And, um, I, I don't really have too much to add. The, the, it was disturbing the stuff that took place in the Irish the home for unwed mothers and uh, mm. disturbing because it was accurate. And it's kind of like what Deanna said, a lot of speculation and it kind of makes you wonder what really did happen. So um, I don't have too much to add. It, it was just sort of okay. Um, I meant to add one more thing that in, according to Wikipedia, Agatha Christie's explanation is that she was in a fugue state and doesn't remember anything that happened. So yeah. take, take that or leave it. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Patricia Duvalli. Yes, um, I'm kind of on the fence, too. I, I thought it was okay, but uh, uh, I didn't, I really didn't care for the um, narrator very much. Didn't think she was a good reader. Um, also, it was, uh, I, I I'm kind of... Um, thankful to Sherry to answer some questions that I had because I was wondering about Agatha Christie's, you know, if there really was a disappearance. And I guess there was. She actually did leave. and uh, uh, But she was the one that um, uh, ended the marriage. Uh, like, yeah, not Archie. And um, so, yeah, I was curious about that. And um, the uh, the whole question about uh, the child Teddy yeah that wasn't resolved so I wasn't as happy with that 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 wasn't resolved and um, yeah that that's pretty that's pretty much um, what a lot of other, you know others have said so far about it um, pretty much what I thought too I would say. And I promise not to keep interrupting, but I wanted to make it clear that um, Agatha did disappear after Archie told her about his mistress and that he wanted a divorce. But after she was found, she was the one that did file. Uh, oh, yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And I, I really couldn't get into the book very well. Um, That's Tom. Tom? Hi. Hi. Yeah, I I had trouble getting into the book. Uh, so as it went along, I I did get you know find it kind of some parts interesting, but um, but overall it was a so 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 book. I I don't I don't I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but 
I did, <laughs> I did finish it and somewhat retrieved by it. I think the sort of led me to want to least read some more Agatha Christie books, mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do next. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, the, also um, about uh, the uh, the priest and the nun who were yeah. actually, I guess, uh, were uh, she did, actually, they did actually kill them, I guess. And um, even though... Um, they weren't very nice people. Uh, I, I thought it was kind of, uh, well, it was just a little over the top that they were allowed to get away with the murders, you know, yeah. that yeah, they just, true. that they were just able to escape them, even though the police really did find out that they, about the murders, you know, that was kind of over the top. <laughs> so that's it, I guess. Hey, um, yeah. Savro. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. We finished, Pat? Or I am. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Savro. Hi. Um, I have to say I wasn't a good member of the uh, club this month because I didn't finish the book. I actually, oh. it had no, nothing to do with the writing, but I just take having it read from the perspective of the mistress really bothered me, especially the first few scenes where. Archie told Agatha and then he grabbed her wrists. That was a bit much for me. I pretty much stopped reading when she was sent to the home. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. That's an interesting point of view because that, that kind of was weird that it was told from the perspective of the mistress. Yeah. I, actually, I had a flashback to many years ago when Monica Lewinsky was being interviewed by Barbara Walters. Um, and she kind oh, of wow. glared at Barbara Walters and said, I dated a married man before Barbara. I knew what the rules were. And I, I felt my lunch coming up at that point. And I felt the same thing when I was listening to this woman talking about how her life would be so great if she married Archie. Meanwhile, he was married to Agatha. So yeah. it didn't sit well with me. Okay. Okay. Very oh, good. I just do want to say one thing. Um, Agatha Christie's second husband was an archaeologist. That's why several of her books are set in Egypt, because she accompanied him to his digs. Ah. Interesting. Uh -huh. oh, oh. Okay. Michelle Bernstein. Okay. Um, you could just call me Michelle. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I have a really good friend, my friend Sandy, who loves all of these Agatha Christie mystery books. There's one by Marie Benedict, The Mystery of Mrs. Christie, and then this, this one, and there's like a whole bunch of them. And she's been telling me for forever to read one of these books. So um, I, I'm kind of on the same page with most of you. I, I'm somebody who I very, very seldom do not finish a book. Like, like I keep track of my books and less than 10% of the books that I start, I don't finish. I usually make it all the way through. But this book at, at five hours and 11 minutes, I stopped. And I think it was for a lot of the reasons that people said, um, I didn't like the love triangle. I, I could not fathom why either of these women would want to be with Archie. He was just horrible. <laughs> and I know that it was a hundred years ago and things were different then. And, you know, but, you know, it just, he just was horrible. Um, and I just, I, I, I don't know what it was. It was, it went back and forth a little bit. And for me also, and typically I don't have this problem with the narrator, but this narrator, I kept losing words. Like she would say something and then I would have to rewind and I still wouldn't hear the word. So I kept sort of missing part of the story. But I think my main problem was, even though I love historical novels and I love to go back in time, um, I didn't want to be in this particular setting with these particular characters. And I just lost interest. And when I got to like five hours, I said, well, I could power all the way through or I could just say, let's, I'll just come and see, you know, so I'm glad I'm not the only person that had some difficulty because I was afraid I might come and you would all love it. And I'd be like, oh, what was wrong with me? So anyway, but that, that was my, my take on the book. Oh, good. Well, thank you. Alan? Yeah, I'm right there with Michelle. Uh, I, I normally don't, you know, not finish a book either, but, uh, uh, I, I, I got about 50% of the way through this one. And of course I had a lot of other stuff going on this week. 
And, and I will say thank you to Sherry because next time I go to an HOA meeting and it gets heated and they ask me a question, I'm going to be in a fugue state. And see what they do with that. But, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I really wanted to read this and, you know, and, and I, I knew it was all fiction. I knew it was going to, you know, it was going to have a bunch of extra stuff in it that, that didn't happen. But like everybody else, I got real tired of all the, you know, it, I mean, this thing should have been called the nano day story. It seemed like, but you know, and, 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 you know, and, and I, I lost interest in her. Fortunately, I stopped reading when, it was starting to get bad at, at, at the, at the, the Catholic place where, where the girls mm-hmm. all were and stuff. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't experience a lot of that, but, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I just lost interest. I, I lost interest in the folks and, you know, I had too much going on and I, and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't finish it. I was really hoping they were going to explore what really happened during the, uh, the, the, her disappearance stuff. But apparently they they don't address that in the thing since Sherry had to go to Wikipedia and find out that she said she was in a fugue state, which give me a break. Anybody that believes yeah. that needs to go buy some of the Brooklyn Bridge, but whatever. But uh uh I did I mean and did, so by the end of the book they started questioning the, uh where Teddy came from and stuff, so it wasn't even clear whether Teddy was was Agatha's daughter. Exactly, exactly, because that's that it it was revealed that Nan actually had no interest in Archie, but she wanted she was convinced that Archie, because he adopted their daughter under somewhat questionable circumstances, she was convinced that Archie had her daughter that she gave birth Mm -hmm. to. Her and Finbar's daughter. So that's the only reason she went after Archie is because she she didn't like him. He didn't uh, like him either, but the nuns, uh, the, the nuns basically stole her child because they were not supposed to yeah. allow the baby to be adopted because Nan had never agreed to that. Right. Oh. And well, Finbar did show up to, as soon as he knew where she was and what was mm-hmm. happening to her. He did show up to reclaim her and their child, but by that time, the nun had handed him over to a wealthy man. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. she just saw him from a distance, but she got fixated that that uh, that Archie and Agatha's child was her child. Was hers? Oh, okay. All right. I, 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 I apologize. Y'all don't, y'all don't have to explain all it is, but I, yeah. I'm glad I stopped. I'm glad I stopped when I did. So, so thank you. So, so, yeah. But uh, anyway, so. yeah, because that was just bizarre to be fixated. Because once the baby was gone, she had no way of ever proving who that baby was. But that's how how those weird fixations happen. There's no rhyme or reason to them. They just do. Yeah. Um, So we've got three more people. So we have uh, area code 623, last digits 089. Or is it 089? Well, I read this book on Bookshare. Uh, and I read it when it first came out. I think it was in May or something like that. And I was very, I was just fascinated that a woman would, I mean, he didn't like something that she did and he would slap her and he would take a wrist or whatever. He, he was just awful. And, um, I read the whole thing. Of course, I don't remember the whole thing because it was in May and you know how my brain is. But I read it because it was fascinating to me that everything that happened. And I had never, I had read a couple of Agatha's work, but I never really liked her writing. I thought she was long-winded and... Mm-hmm. Never really could get into her stuff, but I had heard about the disappearance, and so I wanted to read more about it. But it was like I I just had to to spend a lot of I mean it was it was so bizarre in so many ways, mm-hmm. and I thought I I thought I liked the book, but. When I look back on when I when I read it, I sort of I I think I was very ambivalent about it, 
Um, and it was it was a very strange book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so um, that's my take on it. It was a very strange book. I I thought I would want to read more Agatha Christie, but I haven't. So I guess I'm not going to. But you never know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Area code two one nine last three one two five. Is that you, Alantra? I, I don't think we have any oh. area codes 219. We got a 215. Oh, I'm sorry. My my vision's a little blurry because my eyes are killing me today. <laughs> oh, sorry. 215. That's Sally. One, that's that's me. Sally. That's Sally. Um, I wanted to mention The Mystery of Mrs. Christie by Marie Benedict because I read that last year when it came out, and I remember really, really liking it. Um I can't remember too much about it now, but I I liked it. And many years ago, there was a film called Agatha starring Vanessa Redgrave about this disappearance. Um, If you can get hold of it, it it was really good. Um, Like everybody else, I was not crazy about this book. And about three quarters of the way through it, I said no more. And I decided to go to the emergency room and have emergency kidney surgery. Oh, um, no. Wow. That's, that's like, the, that's like a real that. excuse. Wow. Um, what, I, what I found out Lots was... I, I, not to finish it. <laughs> yeah, it's better than the dog ate my homework. Um, <laughs> what, I, what I found out was, like many people, one of my kidneys was in the wrong position. And <gasps> for all my life, and I never oh. knew it, until your kidney shuts down later in life and you end up in the emergency room begging for morphine. Um, And I had a stent inserted. I came home, and at about four to six weeks, I get to go back and have reconstructive kidney surgery, and I should be fine. You know, it's not a disease. It's just an anomaly. But it gave me a good excuse not to finish this book. But I I really I really I read historical fiction and I know there's a lot of supposition in some things, but this was just really very, very bad and I can't understand why anybody would want Archie either. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Sal, Sal, apparently Sally, they never Sally, really did find out. Yeah. After 50% of this one, I was dreaming of Manderley again. That's what oh, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ma- Ma- Mander- <laughs> Manderley looked great, I tell you. Oh, oh, Manderley was better written. I'm really interested in this disappearance, but apparently... There never has been a, a final um, judgment on what it was. She just said she was in a fugue state, and right. you know, it was just glossed over. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she obviously yeah. was somewhere. <laughs> she, she was somewhere, yeah. Um, she she was apparently in Harrogate in Yorkshire, but um, has no recollection of why she went there, how she got there, and... Um, yeah, I believe that, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I believe that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't um, want to keep answering okay. the reporter's okay. questions. Okay, yeah. I'd like to speak now, please. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. First of all, I just want to establish a rule here that nobody has to go to the emergency room as an excuse to not finish <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I wish I'd known. I wish I'd known that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you talk. I'm sorry. Um, okay. oh. Oh, great. I'm going to just move on to the last, the last, um, and I think that that is Elantra, um, yeah, I think so. nine to eight. Yeah, I think Here's so. Elantra. Yeah. And then I'll speak yeah, and then we can go out. Yeah, that's me. Can you hear go. me? Okay. Mm-hmm. We can yeah. just fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, first, let me start off by saying I am very surprised that practically, practically nobody liked this book because I loved it. Uh, oh, okay. I actually read it twice, 
And I read it two months ago, and, I, and I'm the one that talked about it on Banquet of Books, Joni's, mm. Joni's group. And I made sure that you heard me because I wanted you to pray <laughs> for this group, and you did. Uh, and I read it again this past week, and uh, I was just going to go through it quickly, but I ended up actually rereading the whole thing, and I enjoyed it. Uh, to me, it's a very creative story. Of course, it's fiction. What do you expect? And I thought it was so different, and that's the reason I liked it, because it is so different. And Nan, Nan O'Day, was trying to regain something that was stolen from her, and she did. She went about it the only way she could figure out. And uh, although there was no proof, I believe that child was her daughter. Uh, I, I choose to believe that. And um, I would have preferred that if she had, you know, ended up with Finbar, because that was a, the real love story there. But she was just, just obsessed with getting back what was stolen from her. And that was very feminist, you know, in my mind. That was a very feminist thing she did. And then um, the whole thing with uh, getting revenge on the um, the convent people, I, you know, as awful as that is, I thought that was sweet revenge. I, I thought that was, you know, genius. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, these girls empowered themselves to uh, right the wrong that was done to them because the whole idea was that nobody was going to do anything for them. Um, they were not important. And so they got their own justice. And um, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed that. And again, it's it's all fiction, but that's the whole idea of uh, you know coming up with such an ingenious story. I thought the the writing the writing was excellent. I enjoyed it a lot, and I thought the author came up with a really ingenious story. Uh, it was very convoluted, but um, you know it takes quite a creative mind to come up with something like that. That's so, true. Um, yeah. Well, the three young women I thought were all damaged seriously to, to actually come together to plot to kill the nun and the priest. Uh -huh. Okay, we yeah. can talk about this after um, everybody's finished. Okay, um, okay. Did you finish Elantra? Or um, yeah, I forgot what I was saying now. Uh, well, I I just to me, I, like I said, I read it twice. I enjoyed it. I I don't understand why. Everybody else couldn't even finish it. I thought the writing was quite good. Mm -hmm. And it, it was very, it kept me, it, I was interested. I wanted to keep reading because I wanted to know what was going to happen. And then when it got to the, you know, to the, the hotel murders, then it got really even more interesting. But mm -hmm. even before that, it was, you know, the love story with Finbar. That was very interesting to me. I wanted to know what was going to happen. So I mm -hmm. thought there was so much that, um, you know, piqued my interest, and I wanted to know the outcome. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I thought it was great, and um, I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Okay, good. Um, okay, so I did not have any difficulty finishing the book. I thought it kept my interest, um, not necessarily liking what I was <laughs> hearing. Um, the whole you know, expose of the um, Irish school for unwed mothers was very, very dark. Um, mm -hmm. And probably more so because that actually happened. Um, I did not like, again, as many have pointed out, I didn't like it. It's told through the, uh, I, I just, you know, the, the whole triangle and mistress thing. Yeah, it was okay. Um, I really did like Finbar though. And I was really hoping mm -hmm. You know, I, he was a nice guy. So it's like one of those books, and I've read a few of these where I, I enjoyed the story. I thought the writing was good, and I didn't like any of the characters enough to really you know, get excited about uh, what happened to them. I, I didn't, I didn't find many of the characters very likable, including Agatha. And I, yeah. as a mystery person, I have to, you know, confess I have, don't remember if I've ever read any of Agatha Christie's novels. You know, so. I'm not sure if I want to. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's that's we have it now. Now we can talk for a few minutes, and can then I make we'll. A comment? I want to make a comment. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I like the friendship that developed between Agatha and Nan. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. So whether you like the women yeah, or not, and 
I found nothing nothing to complain about. Neither woman, either uh, both women were, um, you know, remarkable in their own way, and the friendship and the the understanding they had. Uh, mm-hmm. I just love. I mean, that's that's very unusual. You don't you don't find that usually in you know in real life. But yeah, that's, but that's another thing that I enjoy because it's like, okay, so this is what life has thrown us. This is what what's happening. They made the best of it, and they they became allies, and they protected mm-hmm. each other. So, um, I that's I wish the the world were more like that, you know. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like that part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that part of it too. And and really, the in the long run, the joke was on Archie because neither one of those women ended up liking him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't. So, yeah. so How could and anybody I, like Archie? He was so- it, it, Unbelievably well, and, bad. Yeah, and <laughs> and I thought the best part of the re, the book was the revenge that the the friends at the uh, the school took on uh, the n- priest and the nun. That that did wake me up. Mm-hmm. My, my yeah, that was question? actually the most interesting yeah. part of the story. It was. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. Okay, Alan has a question. So. Were were those the hotel murders that I think Elantra referenced or somebody referenced? That wasn't that couple that that died. The the man, and the wife that had been married like a week. They weren't murdered, were they? Yeah. Was there? Some- yes. 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 Mm-hmm. So, so, they were. They were the nun and the priest from the priest from the school. The orphanage. <laughs> they had left their orders and they had gotten yeah, married. It's unfortunate that you oh, didn't get oh, to, the, oh, the, get the, to that part. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. I didn't realize it. My, and my favorite character was Finbar's dog at the beginning of, I don't remember his name, but that was my favorite character. The oh, one that would fetch that was the, awful. The, he got blown he, up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He was my favorite character. So. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Well, he got, yeah, he got destroyed um, because someone was using him um, oh, in, in the, in, in the, the uh, yeah. Well, it was the Irish, wasn't it? The Irish Rebellion. The His family sold the dog to the IRA, and um, they used him to um, transport explosives, and he was set on fire. That's just Mm -hmm. wrong. I think that must have come in the last half of the book, too. I'm glad I didn't read that part. It was a lot of of sad things at the end of the book. Like, I really felt badly for for the police officer. Yes. Because yeah. he walked away with nothing, and he was already dealing with shell shock and a lot of, you know, losing the function of one arm and all of this stuff. And he he, he was the one that figured out who she was and where she was, mm-hmm. and he really cared about her. Otherwise, he wouldn't have protected her. And he, yeah. did, he didn't walk away with nothing. He walked away with, with Agatha. Yeah, yeah, in the book. Yeah, Yeah, I thought the two of them got married. No, they didn't get married, but they got they got back together. Then you know they were they were seeing each other. Well, I mean, yeah, did they actually get back together? She did refer to she did refer to them getting married later on because she made a reference to uh, later on when we were married, he would, you know, do certain things you know like he would i think one of them was when she was working he you know didn't like that she was spending no no he was just they were just so that was in, in his own imagination he was saying if we once we're married i will not go in and disturb her when she's writing oh yeah, yeah once but he now. didn't he didn't really end up with anything Yes, she got her yes, typewriter back from up, him, yeah. but that no, was it. I thought it was yeah. kind of implied that they oh, did that get married. All. No, I, I don't think so. Oh. I, I thought it was, too, that it was implied they got married, but... Yeah. No, oh, well. no, they didn't. No, it I, 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 I don't just think, said yeah. that Agatha traveled a lot and everything, you know, since uh, yeah. after I they broke think, up. I don't think after. the author did a good job of putting the, the hooks that needed to be put to keep me interested in reading to the end of the book, because a lot of stuff I obviously happened at the end of the book. And I, and I swear it, 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 it 
I wasn't led to, you know, to get to those things uh, yeah. based on what was in the first half of the book. So, okay. So thanks. Yeah. It started, it was mm-hmm. a slow start. Definitely. It was a slow start for sure. Well, okay. But I felt really bad for uh, Shenbar pretty much, uh, even though oh, yeah. they said that he did uh, marry an Irish woman and, you know, mm-hmm. he did have three kids, but, teams, right. but still a lot of, you know, really sad things happened to him. And he had he died young because of the cancer, and yeah. So I felt yeah. kind of bad for him. Yeah, he was the one who really lost the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. You know, and I had heard about this book from many different sources, including Banquet of Books. But I'd heard about it. Um, I think I might have even heard about it on NPR. Um, and so I thought, oh, you know, well, here it's here. We'll go ahead and read it. But sometimes, you know, it it just was an okay book. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. Well, uh, do we have any more comments on, on this book? Any more closing thoughts? I have one comment, but it's not related to the book, per se. Okay. Um, years ago, there was a TV movie uh, starring Elizabeth Taylor and Debbie Reynolds. It was about a fictitious group called, um, I, I don't remember if the fictitious group was called These Old Dames, but that was the name of the movie, as I recall. And in that, the two characters were very much uh, paralleled the story of Elizabeth Taylor and Debbie Reynolds. Battery with, power, not charging. With, <laughs> with Eddie Fisher leaving um, Debbie Reynolds for Elizabeth oh, yeah. Taylor. And right. in that TV movie, the two of them got together and were making fun of him saying, what oh. did we ever see in that guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and I think Debbie Reynolds said to Elizabeth Taylor, well, honey, you did me a favor. You took him off my hands. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I do. I remember that, too. Interesting. Well, thank you. I, th- You know, I think that that kind of happens more often. You know? <laughs> the first and second wives get together and start making taking notes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, okay. that happens a lot. Okay, so um, I have a book that I will propose. If people have a different book they'd like to read, I'm open to that as well. Because this one, I'm still waiting for Hidden Pictures. And it now has a DB number assigned to it, but it's not <laughs> yet in the library. So it is on its way. I'm thinking at this point I might, I'm hoping they'll be in by October and I'll have that be our October read um, because it has an element of a ghost story in it. So, you know, October read would be good. So the book that I was, um, that I, I, I was just going through the, the most recent editions. I have not read this book. I have no personal investment in it. I just thought we could all take an adventure together and read a book that no one's read before, but it's called The Club and it's by um, Ellery Lloyd. L-L-O-Y-D. And the narrator is um, Mary Beth Wise, which I think I've heard her name before. Um, The DB number is 108-234. And it's essentially about um, this secretive um, organization of groups uh, uh, of clubs of the super elite celebrities. And um, so it's very, they're very mysterious. They're very secluded groups. And um, the tagline is, is basically people are dying to get in. <laughs> so mm. it is a murder <laughs> mystery, probably not a cozy. Um, it's a walk on the dark side for the super elite among us, I guess. Um, so it sounds, you know, could could be an entertaining read. Um, I don't know because I haven't read it. So I, that is my proposal for next month. Is if anybody has a book that they would like to read in August, feel free to suggest it now. It sounds like one I, there was a, there was one that I had suggested. Um, I have read it already though, uh, but um, that was the the Bone House. Oh yes, yeah. The Bone mm-hmm. House by uh, uh, Freeman, Brian Freeman and Joseph Barrett. And Joe Barrett, mm-hmm. one of the authors, is the reader. Okay. 
Can you and, give us a brief summary? Yeah. Um, the um, the uh, the wife, uh, this um, woman is trying to uh, prove her husband's innocence because he's accused of uh, murdering a teenage girl. And um, there's a lot of evidence against him, of course. And uh, also there was a scandalous affair that he was supposed to have had, but it wasn't true. He was supposed to have had when he was teaching in another state oh. uh, an affair with, yeah, a, a woman. But as I say, that didn't happen. But uh, there's also uh, a detective who actually ends up helping helping out the wife in proving him innocent. And uh, there's some other secrets in the town that um, where they live that were revealed, and I, there's a, a quite a surprise at the end too. So okay. that's the one I was thinking of. Okay, yep. so do you by any chance have the DB number on that one? I've got it. Yes. Oh, good. Thank you. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pat. You got it. Go ahead. Yeah, one zero six zero three two. Okay. So we have for, for proposed. We have the Bone House and the Club. We have any other suggestions? <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I'm kind of inclined to go with the bone house myself. What do you guys think? Okay. Uh, yeah, Pat's already read yeah. it. And she liked it better than uh, the Christie affair. Yeah, that sounds right. good to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I definitely liked it better than that. <laughs> so, I'm going to on Pat for next month. <laughs> <laughs> I only got about half of that number. Could somebody say the DB number again? Sorry. 106-032. Thank you. Right. Can I can I just ask with the bone house, is there any like really gruesome violence in it or is it just kind of off stage the violence? Oh, uh, no, I should mention that it's, it sounds be, because of the title. It sounds like it would be, you know, like skeletons and stuff like that. But it it isn't. Um, there is a fire at the beginning of the story um, where, um, yeah, the um, yeah, the house is burned down. Um, the name of the uh, owner of the house is uh, his name is Bone. His last name is Bone. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's oh, why okay. they call him okay. the Bone House. The Bone House. It's categorized as suspense fiction and mystery and detective stories if you place any stock in the bard annotation <laughs> categorizations. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. Okay. And the club, what number, what number is, the, what book number is the club? Okay, so the club is. Hang on, I'll tell you. One zero eight two three four. That's it. Yeah. One zero eight two three four. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do the bone house for August, and then maybe we'll do the club for September. Rock and roll sounds great. Okay. Great. Okay, so the August date is going to be. Um, I forgot to look that up too. Oh. What's the fourth Sunday? Well, the, the set, I know the seventh is the Sunday, so it's probably the twenty first. Oh, twenty eighth. That's right. Twenty eighth. It's probably yeah. It's probably the fourth Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, the twenty eighth of August. Does that work for people? Twenty eighth. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so be. <laughs> um, I guess that's it for today. And everybody, stay cool, stay safe, stay out of the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, right. probably going to be in the hospital for the next group. If, um, oh. But um, we'll see. If, if, um, if any if any of you want to come to Brandon's Mississippi to attend my next HOA meeting, come on down. You're welcome. I'd rather have kidney <laughs> surgery. Thank you. <laughs> I would too. I think. Yeah. So. Uh, so. <laughs> so Sally, how are you feeling now? Okay. I, I feel okay. fine. I mean, I felt fine after, well, I had surgery on a Friday evening, and Saturday morning I felt fine. I mean, the kind of pain I was in when I went to the emergency room, I, it was over. I mean, I had, you know, once they put the stent in, my kidney was working again. Um, mm. So oh, I'm just tired. Um, How long were you in the hospital? Um, I went in Thursday evening 
I had surgery Friday evening, and they let me out on Sunday. Okay. That's good. And um, if you're ever in the hospital blind, um, one one of the nurses said, Honey, do they let you get out of bed at the retirement community? Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I thought if I, if I could, if I knew where you were, I'd slug you. But you, you <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. don't have like a charge yeah. paper, so I, yeah. 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 They don't. They don't. Do that that was the only pain I was in. That part right there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and I'll well. just tell you that my sister is just doing as she's doing so well. She had her her brain tumor removed on Tuesday. The no, I forget. It was two weeks ago. She insisted. Well, she she said she didn't want to stay in the hospital. She had the tumor removed on that Tuesday. That Friday, she came home. She has been feeling good. She's had some headaches. But as the time has gone by, um, her head's not bothering her, well, hardly at all. Um, the doctor told her, oh, she saw the doctor Wednesday. He was extremely pleased with her progress. Um, the physical therapist came. Well, she's had, I think, two sessions with a physical therapist. And they're amazed at how well... I mean, they thought that she'd be in a wheelchair. They thought she couldn't walk. She's walking without a walker. Yesterday, on Friday, Friday she decided that she wanted to do some shopping. She's not supposed to drive for a week, but she said, I feel good. I'm going to Walmart. So Mm. she drove, and she, she went to Walmart again yesterday. So she's just... Really amazing. That's great. Yeah. And the fact that she had the tumor removed has brought back her ability to remember things. I was mm. I was really getting scared because she was very forgetful. I had to remind her of appointments and things that she had written down, but she couldn't remember where she put the paper and mm. this and that and the other thing. And now... She's remembering things better than I do, so it's fantastic. Excellent. That's good to know. That's great. All right, guys, I got to go. Liz, you're still, you you got made the host when I got kicked out, so you're the host. Oh, I didn't really. Y'all can stay on as long as you want to, but I I, I, I got to go. uh, Joni, tell, uh, let's see. Yeah, I think we're still recording, but. Uh, Joni, tell Judy we're still thinking about her. Sally, I hope you continue to get better. I'm glad you're doing so much better. So, uh, Thank you, Alan. Y'all take care. I'm gone. So take care. All right. Bye-bye. Take care, Alan. Dream dream about Manderley. You'll feel better for it. (laughs) We will. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If anybody could use a quick laugh, Um, when my friend came to my apartment to feed my cat, um, she found out that the screen in my living room window had fallen out, and my window was wide open. Ooh, my no. cat was not interested in going out at all, wow. nor was my cat interested in the morning dove sitting on my ceiling fan. Oh, um, oh no. Wow. Amazing. And it, it, um, it was quite a story. The social worker came up to try to get the bird out and he's terrified of birds he's screaming that he wasn't ready for operation bird <laughs> I, my, my friend mary said i wish you'd been here i said i wish so too but you know if i'd been there it wouldn't have happened so um mm-hmm. yeah so i now know my cat is not interested in birds or the great outdoors anymore um even <laughs> though she was a feral cat for three and a half years Wow. Um, That's why she's but, not interested. You know, she what? knows how much better she has yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I told her never to order dinner out when I'm in the hospital. It just, <laughs> but, um, it, yeah, um, I, I made everybody's day by going to the hospital because they still haven't top, top, stopped talking about the bird. Oh, my gosh. So, um, wow. Yeah. And, I made um, her order out. 
It, it arrived, Sorry, but then she Did decided it didn't look good after all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the weird thing is, I, I realized after I came home that, well, I'm totally blind. I have no light perception. I thought, I wonder if there's bird poop or feathers around here or anything. So I I had a free housekeeping um, maintenance came up and cleaned everything for me. So um, I didn't get to finish the book that I didn't like. I got free <laughs> housekeeping, but it, it all in all, it was too, it was not worth it. And you're too <laughs> you trust so yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, what? I said your kitty restored your trust in her that she's not going to escape. Yeah, I mean, she, my friend said she had absolutely no interest. Like, looking at her, like, why would I go out? I've got a gray hair. Um, <laughs> Smart cat. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a feral cat once that um, he started showing up and eating the dog food that my dog hadn't finished in his dish on the on the front porch and then every time the door was open he would dash inside and he was this beat up old tomcat with one ripped ear and scars and um he only lived about a year and a half with me but he decided that the the free life was not for him he was an indoor cat (laughs) thank you very much (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean i got her from a shelter a couple months after my husband died and they told me she was going to be very skittish, you know, she'd be very hard to um, acclimate. I brought her home. She was sleeping on the bed with me that night. Wow. Um, you, know, you know, it just goes to show. Good for yeah, you for taking her when they described her like that. Good for you. Well, I didn't know that till I was signing her out. Um, when I took her to the meet and greet room, she was sitting in my lap and purring and oh, everything. Wow. And, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I said, I, I think you lied on your CV just to um, wait for <laughs> mm-hmm. me to get there. <laughs> she knew you were coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. but watch watch out for birds in your apartment. That's that's my uh, motto for the yeah. day. Oh, seriously, <laughs> I'm just glad you're better. Okay, I need Excuse to get me? going. So, can I? Do you want me to end the meeting, or would you like me to leave the meeting sure. and somebody else gets signed? I'll shut up and go away. But um, take care, everybody. Stay cool. And, um, yeah, and I hope to be on the call next month. Yeah, stay safe. Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Great great discussion. I I like the discussions when not everybody likes the book, and most people didn't. So I think it was a good discussion. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think everybody liked the book. Yeah. I think I I was the only person who liked the book, so... Well, I didn't dislike it. I didn't like, I didn't, you know, it was okay. So, I mean, it wasn't a bad read. I don't mind reading. I mean, I don't regret reading it. So <laughs> it was okay. Okay. Take care. Oh, that's good. Bye-bye. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.